0: We're going to give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Vegas. You think we get there by midnight? Money, we're going to be up 500 by midnight. Ah, <laughs> Vegas! Man. Vegas, baby. Vegas! What is good, sports world? Welcome to the Family Feud Sports Podcast and our weekly NFL Vegas Quick Picks episode where myself and Mr. Allen Dell pick every single NFL weekend game against the spread, including the Sunday night and Monday night football games. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the bad journalist. With me as always, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer, the godfather, Mr. Allen Dell, and jumping in to the games of the week, week eight of the NFL season, Philadelphia Eagles versus the Jacksonville Jaguars in London, morning game, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time kickoff in this one, Philly opened the week as two and a half point favorites. Now the Eagles favored by three in this game, a very low Over-under on this game as well, sitting at 43 points. Currently, the Jags have had a lot of recent success in London, but Blake Bortles, could it be benched midway through this game, after this game, first quarter of this game? I don't know. Mr. Allendale, what do you have in this game? Well, Bortles
1: has always really done well in London, and so has Jacksonville. These are two teams that exceeded expectations last year and right now are, are under exceeding, it for lack of a better word, they're both on on losing streak. The Jags are really struggling on defense the last couple of games. They've been outscored 57 nothing in the first half of those games. The Jags have won three straight in London. I I think they're going to pull this one out. I'm not a big Philadelphia fan, but I wasn't last year either when they won the Super Bowl. All right, I'm excited. So, like Jacksonville, 27-21.
0: So, Jacksonville winning the game and beating the spread for you. I got the Eagles covering the spread. I I got Philly in a blowout. Yeah, they might be both underachieving this year, but the Jacksonville Jaguars are nowhere near the Team on offense or on defense that the Eagles are right now. Eagles have struggled a little bit out the gate getting Wentz back healthy, but they're still only two games out of first place in a loss column in their division, the NFC East. 27 to 16. Eagles staying under the low over under that's there, even though I have it right at the 43 mark. So if you're able to get the 44, 43 and a half, I would definitely try to bet the under on that one because no offensive production on Jacksonville on that side. Baker Mayfield. And the Hugh Jackson-led Cleveland Browns week one showed us an overtime game when Terod Taylor was still the quarterback. Pittsburgh now at home in this game, favored by eight points, line open at seven and a half earlier in the week. I got Pittsburgh taking care of business as well, covering the spread. I like the Browns, but they just disappointed me with their coaching and poor play calling late in games Pittsburgh 30, Cleveland 21. What do you have in this yeah, one? Yeah,
1: Pittsburgh's defense has definitely improved. They've allowed only 38 points in the last two games and wins wins over Atlanta and Cincinnati. That can score a lot. I like them, uh, but I like I like Pittsburgh eking this one out if you are calling an eke out. 34-27.
0: So just covering the spread for you. And another division game, the Denver Broncos at Kansas City Chiefs, a rematch of the Monday night football game from a few weeks ago at Mile High Stadium when the Broncos seemingly kept Patrick Mahomes in check up until that fourth quarter in the second half for the most part, but Mahomes still lit him up and wound up coming back and winning that game. Back at Arrowhead Stadium now, daytime game the Chiefs are rolling I don't see Denver slowing them down you've seen Denver's defense be exposed the last couple weeks yeah I know they tore it up against Josh Rosen and the Cardinals but almost every defense is going to tear it up against Rosen and the Cardinals this year let's talk about the Chiefs they're just rolling right now and their defense you talk about the Steelers defense playing better the Chiefs defense has been stepping up as well I got the Chiefs taking care of business again at home covering the big spread Chiefs 35 Broncos, 23. What do you have in this one?
1: KC, as you said, they're the, they lead the NFL in scoring at 37.1 points per game. Denver – defense is all right. They do get Von Miller back. He's healthy. Denver is number 10 in pass defense. Just has too many weapons all over the place. I mean, I would expect Denver to do a better job of tackling than Cincinnati did last week, but I like KC to roll 37-21.
0: And moving on to the Jets at the Chicago Bears. The Bears, Bears opened the well, week. favor we by seven. Were. Now the line is moved to Bears by eight. Another home team with a big spread, third one in a row in terms of our picks so far. I've got the Bears covering. I think their offense is rolling as well. And you, and you look at Matt Nagy and what he's brought from being in the Andy Reid system in Kansas City over to Chicago. You see a guy like Trey Burton mimicking what Travis Kelsey's done in Kansas City. Tariq Cohen mimicking what Tariq Hill slash Kareem Hunt has done. And yeah, Jordan Howard's been a little bit of a disappointment, but they really don't need him unless they're nursing a lead and trying to milk the clock. I think the Bears are just overall a way better team on offense. And you look at the Jets, and their defense has stepped up at times, but I don't think they have enough to step up against this Bears offense, which is steamrolling opponents right now. Even without Allen Robinson, I still like the Bears. Put up points, cover the spread. I got Chicago 31, Jets 20. What do you have?
1: Yeah, Chicago's 3-3, three and three, but they could easily be 5-1. and one. Uh, They've lost two straight games. And all of their losses are by a combined eleven points uh two losses recently. Was on a field goal at the end. The Jets are banged up at wide receiver and running back. They lost to Minnesota last week. Darnold struggled. But Chicago's not Minnesota, but they're good enough to beat the Jets. And I like Chicago 28-24. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting the on this, the,
0: the over-under opened at 46 earlier in the week. It's gone down to 44. And, and I think the Jets put up some garbage time points in this game. I, w- I would definitely, this is one of the games where I would almost certainly bet the over in this ball game. I've, I've got, in terms of my score, 51 points. I think it could go over that. Yeah, like I said, a lot of garbage time points late. Moving on to another division matchup, this time in the NFC, the Washington Redskins at the New York Giants, a game that's still a pick 'em on VegasInsider.com. I don't see why that is. Yeah, I like crazy ass people. Maybe Vegas knows something that I don't in this one. The Giants should not be favored, even though they're at home in this one. Washington Redskins has one. Wash. The Washington Redskins have one of the top defenses. In the league, and they showed that against the Dallas Cowboys last week. Cowboys, to me, still a better offense than the Giants. Eli Manning. When is he going to be benched? We're talking about Blake um, Bortles being benched. Eli's got a very short leash on him right now. He can't keep playing like he has been. I got Washington by a touchdown because they're on the road. It's going to be a close division matchup. Redskins prevail, 24 to 17. What do you have?
1: Washington has lost ten of its last eleven games at MetLife Stadium. So maybe that's the reason for the numbers. Time to
0: change some history there. And the
1: Giants are in, I guess you could say, a rebuild mode or a fire sale mode. They traded Eli Apple. And, of course, they traded also their best defensive lineman, Damon Harrison. Adrian Peterson is still a weapon, believe it or not. He's rushed for at least 98 yards in four of six games. Washington defense is third against a run. Washington 21-17.
0: Seattle at Detroit. Detroit's been favored by three points all week. The over-under in the line has not moved since it opened up. I've got Seattle as just the better football team in this one. I know Detroit's at home. Seattle's offense has been clicking as of late. Russell Wilson's been finding the end zone. They have the weapons. I think this is one of the closest games of the week. Could be another one of those overtime matchups we've been seeing from week to week this year. I got the Seahawks 28 to 27 seahawks with the win will improve the four and three dropping the lions to three and four so a very important game for two three and three teams both still with wild card aspirations what do you got
1: yeah both teams have pretty strong run games detroit improved its run defense russell wilson versus matthew stafford two of the better quarterbacks in the league uh in the last four games both have thrown atds and only been picked off once i like seattle 24 20.
0: both picking seattle to win in this game How about Mr. Allen Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer, playing at the Cincinnati Bengals this week. Bengals opened the week favored by six points, now only favored by three and a half. You kidding me? Still not enough for me to pick the Bengals on the line. I think Cincy, just because they're at home, might eke this one out, as you said earlier. I got Cincinnati 27 to 26, possibly winning on a last-second field goal or a last-second field goal miss by your boy Chandler Catanzaro from the Bucks. What do you have in this game?
1: Yeah, Cincinnati, as you know, started four and one. I told you they would break your heart. They but lost two straight. That. They just totally got blown out by Kansas City. The Cincinnati's averaging nine missed tackles per game. That's that's way up there among the leaders. Uh, it's terrible. Terrible. That was crazy. That's a terrible, terrible thing. As you said, the Bucks snapped a three game losing streak on a miracle field goal. <laughs> I don't like to bet the Bucs are so inconsistent. Jameis Winston is also. So I'm going to take Cincinnati 37-30.
0: Yeah, the Bucks, even though they're 3-3 three and on three the year, minus 29 point differential. Yeah. You look at the Bengals, they're minus 19, but most of that came in last week's drubbing at Arrowhead Stadium that they received. And look, even though this Bengals offense, yeah, they have weapons, but without that middle central piece in Tyler Eifert, who was knocked out of the season a couple weeks ago, Andy Dalton's going to struggle the whole entire offense is going to struggle. Joe wow. Mixon is not going to see the lanes he saw. Tyler Eifert, underrated, as one of the top tight ends in the league. Without him in there, I know C.J. Uzama is an okay replacement. He's going to catch some balls here and there, but not the same offense – without tyler eifert and that's going to mean the Bengals struggle to beat teams like the buccaneers well, if they were able to beat the, the them the
1: buccaneers are last in yards allowed per gain and points allowed Point so we got kicking. the
0: baltimore ravens at the carolina panthers last one o'clock game of the day on the docket started off as a pick 'em. baltimore road favorites by two and a half points so baltimore sitting here what at four and three on the season the panthers Better record at four and two, one less loss than the Ravens have, but the Ravens had a tough loss at home to the Saints last week, playing another NFC South opponent, this time on the road. This is gonna be a battle right here. You got two tough teams, offenses that can you know, the the Panthers can run the ball with Cam Newton, that is, and he and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I think top ten quarterback, but Joe Flacco's been playing pretty well this season. He struggled a little bit on the road, but he's got weapons like John Brown, Willie Sneed, Michael Crabtree. I think the Ravens' defense is the difference maker in this one. You saw the Panthers with their comeback win last week against the Eagles. I don't think they're able to do that against a defense like the Ravens. I got the Ravens winning this game, but not covering the spread. I think this is one of those one, two-point games, another close down to the wire ball game. I got the Ravens 23-21. to 21. What do you got?
1: Yeah, Carolina's coming off, the, as you said, the big row win versus uh, Philly. Philly. Uh, Baltimore lost by one point to New Orleans on a missed PAT. Uh, but Baltimore's number one in fewest yards allowed, fewest points per game, giving up 14 points per game, and that is minuscule in the NFL. And they lead the league in sacks. I'm just excited so to be here. It's going to be up to Cam Newton. Maybe he can get some help from uh, McCaffrey. Baltimore's run game is struggling, but like you said, you, he has good receivers. Your boy John Brown, Memo- Smoky. Michael. Crabtree, Flacco's fifth in passing yards. I, I just something about Carolina. They play well at home. I, I see them winning this game 21-17.
0: All right, so picking the Panthers in this one. How about the Indianapolis Colts going on the road to face the Raiders in one of our 4 o'clock games? Started off as a pick which surprised me, especially with the Raiders losing Amari Cooper to the trade this past week to the Cowboys. Now the line has adjusted a little bit. A lot of betting on Indy's side. Colts are now favored by three, still 2 Low for me. I, I think the Colts all day cover this spread. What do, what do you got in this game, Mr. Allendale? I got Colts 26-19, to 19, but I think it could be even more of a blowout.
1: They did snap their four-game losing streak, uh, I'll bet, even though it was against Buffalo last week. Uh, but I said Doyle is back. T.Y. Hilton returned against Buffalo after missing two games, Marlon Mack is back. He rushed for 126 yards versus Buffalo. That's happened, and Luck has man. 20 TD passes which is second in the NFL. Not a lot of people are talking about. Oakland they're in a fire sale mode. 28th in scoring. <laughs> 20 and 29th in scoring defense. And their new <laughs> running back's going to be Doug Martin. How are they going to win? I have no idea in the Indy's going to roll 27-13.
0: Third worst point differential in the league is Oakland Raiders, minus 66 on the year. They've only scored 110 points this season. That's one of the league's lowest in terms of the AFC. It's the third worst behind the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans, respectively. And and overall, I just don't see – John Gruden being able to turn this team around He's got 10 years or so
1: and $100 million. Yeah, How do you he's pay, got man? his
0: three first-round wow. draft picks coming up this summer. You might have to start there. I don't see it happening anytime before then. I just don't see the Raiders being able to put up that many points in this game or for the rest of the season, for that matter. And the Colts played well against the Buffalo Bills last week. Their defense, yeah, it's not as, as plumb of a matchup as it was last week, but I still think it's good enough for them to control the ball and, and control the clock. And this one, Andrew Luck, like you said, has been playing phenomenal this year, throwing a lot of touchdowns. As long as he keeps his turnovers low, I think they have no problem rolling to a victory in that one. And two of the lowliest teams in the league. And, and just to, just to mention there, because that's a big that's a big game for Indy on the road. We, we see a couple teams that have two wins in the league right now, and I think the two best ones that still have playoff hopes are the Cleveland Browns at two four and one, and the Colts at two and five. Uh, I I think, I think both those teams still have a realistic chance at getting into a wild card spot in the AFC. But if they both lose their games this week and fall to two and five or two and six. I think you start seeing those, pl- those playoff windows close in a hurry. But just moving on to that, so Cleveland and Indy both on the road, I, I think those are must wins for those teams that they're still trying to make the playoffs this year. Two teams that are not going to make the playoffs this year, the San Francisco 49ers, 1-6, at the 1-6 Arizona Cardinals, yeah. what's going to give in this game two bad offenses? The Cardinals just haven't been able to put up yards. The 49ers leading the league in turnovers. They've lost five in a row. The Cardinals bad, have lost man. two in a row coming off the drubbing against the Denver Broncos last Thursday night. Can Byron Lefwich, the new offensive coordinator, one of the Bruce Arian gang peoples in there, can he turn things around and start feeding the ball more to David Johnson on the outside, more Larry Fitzgerald in the slot? Can he help open things up for your boy, the chosen Rosen? What do you have in this game? Yeah,
1: if you're gonna watch this game, you better get the vomit pails out. You better get Excedrin for your headaches, something to take care of your stomach, because it's gonna be hard to watch. Uh, Arizona's a of drug. last in total yards and rushing yards. Uh, as you said, left, which is a new OC. I don't know what he's gonna do. I think this whole team needs a change, a change in coaches. I just don't think it's going to work with the current staff. Turnovers have really hurt Arizona. Excuse me, San Francisco. Where's David Johnson? When is he going to get going? Maybe Leftwich can figure that out. But I'll tell you what, I like Josh Rosen, and I'm picking the, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, a little bit of an upset, twenty to seventeen. He's 17. high.
0: Twenty to seventeen. It's going to be one of those low-scoring games. The Niners are favored by one in this game. Lowest over/under in the week sitting at forty-one that, and a half. That's
1: a good bet. Take that, the under and I,
0: I. I would lean on taking the over just because the defenses aren't that good in this game either. This could be a sneaky shootout game to me. Even though I have it fairly low scoring, Niners pull it out on the road, 22-20. And you look at the the only two teams in the NFL that have scored less than 100 points so far. Arizona, 92 points in seven games. And the Buffalo Bills, 81 points in seven games. Cardinals have a little bit of a better offense than the Bills do, but still not enough to get this win. And how about... The game of the week, I think, in many people's eyes. I can't wait to watch it myself. Aaron Rodgers leading the Green Bay Packers, the Cheeseheads, into Los Angeles to face the undefeated Rams.
1: Rams opened
0: up. Ten-and-a-half-point favorites this week. Wow. How could you bake Aaron Rodgers a ten-and-a-half-point underdog against anybody in the NFL? You kidding now me? Now it's to nine points. Still way too big for me. I see this as a shootout going right down to the wire. Greg the leg, Mr. Greg Zerline, Rams kicker, could be the difference maker in this one against Mason Crosby outdoors.
1: Back, back, Give me back, the Rams back, back, 34, back.
0: Packers 31. What say you?
1: Yeah, everyone's talking about how – Uh, Aaron Rodgers is being this, but look at the stats. L.A. is number one in rushing yards, number two in total yards, number three in points per game. Green Bay, uh, number four in total yards and passing yards. Aaron Rodgers, maybe he can pull it out himself. This is a bad stretch. Four of the next five games are on the road, and they play New England next, next week. They can't afford to look ahead. I like the Rams 37-34. No, it's for me, of course.
0: So, also, you got the Rams by three points in this one, a little more high scoring for yourself. Sunday night game, which could also be considered game of the week, definitely one of the best two or three games of the week in terms of competitiveness between these two teams. Two teams that met deep in the NFC playoffs yeah, last year, the Saints at the Vikings. I think this is a matter of, of, of mental preparation in the case that the Saints still remember the heartbreaking loss last second Minnesota Miracle with Stephon Diggs last season they're a better team this year in my opinion even though their defense hasn't showed it all season but they've been proving as of late over the last couple weeks Minnesota has struggled a little bit in terms of high-flying offense as you saw them get torched on Thursday night a few weeks back by the Rams this is a similar offense with Drew Brees coming into town I've got the Saints outright on the road in a pick 'em game New Orleans, 30, Minnesota, 27. I think I think New Orleans is just a slightly better team, although I think these are two of the best four teams in the NFL. Yeah. What say you?
1: Yeah, Dalvin Cook is still out for the Vikings, but Latavius Murray had a good game last week. Of course, they got Adam Thielen, maybe the best receiver in the league. He doesn't get the hype. He's not that athletic, but he sure has the numbers. For New Orleans, there's Michael Thomas, Mark Ingram, and Alvin Kamara, and, of course, Drew Brees. Somehow, someway, I believe uh, – The Saints are going to pull this one out, 34-31.
0: So you got a similar score for you as well. New England Patriots, Monday Night Football at the lowly, Uh, lowly Buffalo Bills. Could be a little bit of a chilly temperature game. The weather's getting cold out there in Buffalo. Will that give the Bills any chance to cover this spread? Looking at the Patriots favored by 14 points, a 44-point over-under. I'd be hard-pressed to see this game going over that because the Bills' offense has been that bad. However, I think they get some garbage points late. I think Derek Anderson connects with his old pal Kelvin Benjamin a few times, but not enough to cover the sp- to beat the spread. I've got New England 34, Bills 17. Most of that's going to be in junk time for the Bills, though. What do you say in this one? Yeah,
1: Brady is 28 and three versus Buffalo. Uh, they're coming. The Patriots are coming off two straight tough wins, KC and Chicago. Uh, I, I just can't see uh, I can't see Buffalo putting up any kind of resistance. Derek Anderson. he'll He'll do his best. He tried his best last week he threw for 475 yards which was the most any Buffalo quarterback has had this year but he had three picks. Buffalo, if you can believe this, they're last in scoring are averaging 11.6 points per game. Can you believe that? I think in everyone NFL, can believe it. If you've seen them in play in the NFL 11.6 they're their last in passing yards and next to last in total yards. They're going to try to hype up the fans, Thurman Munson, Thurman Thomas, excuse me, the no. great running back will have his number retired at halftime. That's not going to matter. New England's going to roll. Thirty-four, thirteen.
0: Could this be one of those games where the everyone, just every single person, thinks the Patriots are gonna absolutely blow him out? Could the Patriots let up a little bit mentally think, in this game? I don't
1: think Bill Belichick will let them do that, or Brady.
0: Yeah, may, maybe not. Maybe not. But with the defense, though, I, I don't know. The Patriots' defense has been suspect a few times this year. Maybe the Bills score a few times early in the game and catch them off guard and keep this thing a little closer than expected. I don't know, Tom Brady struggled a little bit in some cold-weather games in his career, but not enough for me to take the Bills to beat the spread in this one. That's going to wrap it up here for our weekly NFL Vegas Quick Picks episode. You're listening to the Family Feud Sports Podcast, where two lifelong sports writers, also father and son, debate the week's, hottest sports news you can catch every single week brand new episodes early in the week of our fantasy football deep sleepers and waiver wire ads podcast our nfl rants and raves episode as well as our college football insider preview edition this is our nfl vegas quick picks episode we appreciate you tuning in have a fun week of football and we'll catch you around next week peace out all right i'm excited